I am six figures in debt and I want to break out of it to become a millionaire. I'm not an expert. I am simply sharing my journey on what I learned with business, marketing, sales, mindset, and finances. Welcome to the Debt to Riches podcast. I am your host, Andrew Tran. What up, what up? I am back. I believe this is episode five and today... We're going to talk about parties and partying. I don't know if y'all liked parties back in the day or even currently. Uh, for me, I started throwing parties, I believe, like junior, senior year of high school. Um, sometimes my parents were home. Sometimes they weren't, uh, which is crazy. Like I, I grew up in the suburbs of like, you know, like I mean, like a middle class area, and I was probably a pretty shy kid growing up. And then, you know, after probably eighth grade, ninth grade, it was kind of when I kind of broke out of my shell and was when I, honestly, I started drinking. I was like, I think 13, 14 years old. I was pretty young. Uh, but the good thing is I got out of my system before I hit college. So I think that was a great part for me at least. And so I started going to parties and drinking a little bit here and there. But then I think like junior, senior year, I started throwing parties in high school and like a few times. Uh, I mean, I would say a handful, most of the times my parents were actually home and we used to throw parties like, I don't know, like 50, 100 plus people. Sometimes we had a big ass backyard. Um, and I think this was probably uh, like my senior year. But, but anyways, like almost every single time like I had the cops come. So like, I mean, it was a lot of people. We got rowdy. We were at the end of a cul-de-sac, luckily. We had one neighbor that didn't like anybody on the freaking street. And we would always get the cops called on onto us. But um, like for me, like I just like having a good time. So I like throwing parties and I just had access to getting alcohol. Like in high school, we were getting like kegs. Um, I think one of them at least had one or two kegs. I had like liquor everywhere we had like cases of beers on top of that um and then we also had like food um i think my like when i was like throwing these parties like my parents like, wasn't expecting people that many people to come and then uh when i started throwing it like they didn't expect a bunch of alcohol to be there so i think they got used to it like cops came and they're like are your parents home and because we we're all outside but none of us were ever inside and it was usually like in the evening late at night and i was like yeah they're like oh so like they came down, talked to us, like, hey, just keep it down. So we actually were, were pretty good and um, of not getting in trouble. But the thing is, the reason why I'm telling this, like, what's, what the hell does this have to do with business, AT? So for me, like, I always like to like throw a good time, right? So for, for my parties, I would have, like making sure I want to have a good experience, right? So we would make sure we had alcohol. We would make sure that my mom used to make these bomb ass egg rolls and like she would make like 300 of them. And like people, you know, how you'd be fast, you'd be late for parties. People would, you know, know that about my mom's egg rolls. And like people would get there like even earlier when the party starts or right when the party starts within like, you know, very early. And those egg rolls would be gone in like half an hour. Uh, like 300 egg rolls or something like, like they wouldn't last long. So like a part of that was like the experience of this is having these egg rolls, having the alcohol, having a good time. We had beer pong, we had flip cup, we had all these other games. We, uh, in my backyard, we had a basketball hoop. So we were like, people were just shooting the basketball. Um, we had uh, one of our parties, we actually had tents um, 
in the backyard. So again, we had a big backyard. And like we had like one section that we had this fence and then there was like more to it. And there was like trees and stuff back there. And we had one time, I was like, hey, y'all, like, I don't want y'all driving home. They got tents, come bring them. Y'all can crash my floor, all this stuff. And there was like at one point, like 10, 12 tents in the backyard. And like, you know, afterwards, people just like, just pass out there. So, you know, that's part of the experience. We would also have bonfires, like we would have music, like sometimes like people like dance, like all that stuff, right? So the whole thing was like this great experience. Um, so the thing is like, how the hell does this relate to business? Let's throw your business, like have your business like you're throwing a party. So like it's, it's like the whole thing, right? It's not just about getting people results, like because the party, like, I mean, I guess it depends on on you. Like what is the end goal on, on your party, right? Like, is it like, we're just talking about parties here. Is it to get drunk? Is it to get some good food? Is it to hang out with people? Is it to play some basketball? Is it to sit by the bonfire? Is it all the above, a combination? Um, is it like, hey, I just want to, you know, or like hooking up with other people, whatever whatever that may be, right? So then for your business, so like when you're selling people on that, like I'm selling people on probably different things or maybe the whole package or all of that, right? So all these different things like, um. So the same thing for your business, right? Like for everything from your marketing to your sales to your fulfillment um, and lead acquisition and nurturing process, like all that is think about having a party, right? It needs to be a good time, right? Like, but you're, I mean, there are different types of parties, right? There are like the ones where you get shit face drunk. There are like those fancy dinner parties. There are like ha- the Halloween costume parties. There are like those, those, what is those uh, parties where you have to guess the killer? Uh, I've never done that. Actually, I wouldn't do that. So if any of y'all listening, like, how the hell does that get set up? Let me know. But basically, there are a lot of different types of parties, right? So what kind of party do you want for your business, right? What kind of experience is it? So even beforehand, right, I have to market to it. Like, I have to tell people about it. Like how how far in advance do I need to tell people? How do I go tell about people? Uh, do I text them? Do I just tell them to tell their friends? Do I put it on a Facebook event? Do I do this? Um, like How am I going to do that, right? How am I going to market this thing? Um, and then also, like I think, the, like, you know, as I started throwing them, like they got bigger and bigger and they got crazier and crazier. But like for the most part, like, you know, it was pretty contained uh, for what you could for like a 17 year old kid at that point. But basically, um, and then even thrown like more into college. But like a lot of these experiences were in like, I'm just using this one example when I was, you know, in high school. But the thing is, like, what do you want? Like, how are you going to market that? How are you going to build hype up to it? What are you going to sell? Like what they're expecting to your events, right? Um, and it may not be an event. Like, I'm not necessarily saying that it has to be a webinar or a workshop or a five-day challenge, 21-day challenge, whatever that is. That doesn't necessarily have to mean any of that. So basically, like, it could be like the event could be like, you know, getting a call to work with you. Right to seeing what, what you're about. So what is that? What is those experiences? Is it clear before, during, and after? Right. So before, like, what am I? What should I be expecting working with you? Like, what are the processes of this? Like, um, and then when you get on the call, like, okay, cool. Like, um, am I going to get certain calls with you? Am I just going to get a course only? Am I going to get a combination? Am I just going to get some templates? Am I going to get some scripts? Am I going to get? Um, am I going to heal better um, a certain way? How long do I need to see that? Like all these things. They send those expectations so they, you know, people, like, if you know everything that's about to go to a party, you feel a lot more comfortable going to it. If you're like, hey, just go to show up to this party and you have no clue, like, who's going to be there, what kind of people are going to be there, uh, is everybody going to be drinking, people are going to be smoking, people are going to be, you know, 
doing whatever like like are people going to be eating are they going to be watching sports is it going to be like are they playing video games like whatever that may be like so what's i expect another so when you know what you're expecting you feel more comfortable so, okay cool i definitely want to go and eh, okay cool i'll show up but i'm probably not gonna have much fun or i don't want to go right so it's just same thing for your business right so when you're throwing a party you need to see for, for your business like what is those expectations? What is the process going to look like when they work with you? And then when they pay you to work with you, this is like when they enter in the party, like, is that experience going to be great? Right? Yeah. They got paid for a ticket to get into the party to AKA your business. Right. So let's say you have a cover for your, for your own party. Right. Um, is it going to be whack? Right. Is it, let's say you say there's going to be a bunch of alcohol there. There's going to be a bunch of girls there. And then you show up and it's just a bunch of dudes, uh, sitting around playing video games right so totally different vibe than you expected and then so the thing is like having those expectations set in front um on the front end during and then even afterwards right so then also making sure that you're clear with your marketing messages making clear the sure that you're clear on the sales slash closing call that you have right and then while they're in it like during the experience like when they when you onboard them it's just like you just they click and buy and then you just disappear do they get into a group? Do they get access to you in a certain way through a group message, through one-on-one -on -one message? Do they get calls with you? Uh, do they get? Do you check in on their website that you're like you know if they're you're helping them create websites? If you're helping with their Instagram, are you checking in on that and giving them feedback? Are you uh, like is that their responsibility to give that to you? Like I, I think a lot of this stuff is people just when they buy into stuff through business, they especially for coaching or consulting or anything like that, they just expect like magic to happen. Right. And if you don't set those experience uh, expectations up and what the experience is going to be, I'm not very guilty of this, like having ups and downs in my businesses over the years, um, not being clear on what to expect. Like one of my programs in the past uh, was doing really well. I thought I was going to go. Like I did a good job selling on, on the, the sales training in the first month. I got a bunch of people in and then a few months like after that, I had a handful of people drop out and I was like, what the hell is going on? And I legit was like, OK, cool, y'all. Like there are people dropping out like can I just talk to you all one-on-one? -on -one? Like, what do you guys think when you guys were coming into this program? What were you guys expecting? Uh, what uh, did I like, did I not fulfill on that you were expecting that you assumed that was going to be in this program? And then that's kind of where, like, I started getting things better. I was like, okay, cool. I kind of marketed it this way or I said it in a certain way, but they, I thought it was this. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, let's do that. Like, I need to add that into my program. Right. So that was like, okay, cool. The experience wasn't as great. But now I was like, what the hell is going on? Usually when people like who leave your program want to refund or dip out, they're gonna be like, oh no, it's great. It's just not for me right now. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like that I can tell you the truth. It's usually harder to tell you the truth. People that are in it that are maybe like who are your diehards that love it. There were certain things that didn't like. Maybe they they did talk to the people that dropped out, so I find that as well. Some kind of same thing throwing the party. I'm throwing a party, like, hey, like. Hey, yo, I thought there was going to be a DJ here. You told me there was going to be a live band. You told me there was going to be, um, you know, a lot more single girls here, not a bunch of girls here that are all taken or whatever that may be like, at your party, right? So it's just having those expectations, being clear with it and having like that ultimate experience. And then after they leave, like, do, they, do you leave them after you're done with your coaching program, after you're done with your course, after you're done with physical therapy, after you're done with whatever you're doing working with them, like, are they going to feel so good that they're going to refer people back to you and talk to you about, like, talk to other people about that experience so much? And it's like, hey, like, I don't know when next time to throw a party, but you got to go. Like, you missed out. Like, hey, like, 
I have back pain and I went to go see, you know, Dr. Andrew and it was such a great experience. Like it wasn't even just about the therapy. Like the environment was great. They had coffee there. They knew my name every time they came in, they smiled. I got text messages. I like, you know, they put my, they, they highlighted me a patient of the month. They gave me free swag, like all this stuff. That's part of the experience. It's not just physical therapy. It's the whole experience that goes along with that, which is what you're able to charge and um, also on like, aftermath, being able to have people refer back to you. Cause even though they're selling your physical therapy, like they're saying all this other stuff like, that makes them feel good. Even though at the end of the day, like, you know, all that other stuff didn't, wasn't really needed to be successful with physical therapy. Well, that's part of the experience too. So I think a lot of times we just think of like that alone and not everything else around that. Yeah. Be good with that. Like if you're a physical therapist, when you graduate and you have your own practice, like at any point after you graduate, when you have your own practice, like you know, you know how to do physical therapy. You know how to help people. You know how to get people to rehab to get better. But everything else around it, right? So that is experience that I think that we need to kind of have for our businesses, throwing the parties. And like I've thrown some legit, like not a metaphor, but I've thrown good parties before. I've thrown bad parties before. And then same thing with my business. I've had good programs before. I've had bad programs before. And I had to let my ego go when people were dropping. It's like okay, fuck. Like more people are gonna drop. What the hell's going on? Let me figure it out. And I'm like, cool. Let me add that stuff into there. And it's like, if it's, you know, plausible or like worth my time and like, you know, the value for it. Yes. If not, then, you know, th- that's my, like your, your choice to decide. But like hearing that feedback from people is like, okay, cool. Like, what do y'all want the next party? What kind of like, alcohol do you guys want? Do you guys want jungle juice? Do you guys want jello shots? Do you guys want this? And for your business, like what else do you need? So it's just having those, that like, great experience, like a party does and then having those expectations for your party like, you know, before, during, and even afterwards to be able to grow your business with that. So I just want to leave you guys on that note. Uh, I could talk about parties. Like that used to be my thing back in the day, like maybe post COVID, throw some more parties in the future, but, um, you know, being able to apply those principles into my business and making a good experience because usually when people leave your party, you're going to feel good that you threw the party and everyone's great, right? So if you throw the party for yourself and you have your business for yourself and you're making it, well, this is what I want, like make sure you know what they want, right? Um, and then being able to fulfill on that. And, you know, if I was just throwing a party for myself and I was like, all right, cool, like I might need like very minimalistic things, like, like I don't need as much you know, stuff for the party, but again, keeping your customer, your client, your patient um, in mind when you're doing that for your party, AKA your business. Hey, this is AT. I want to thank you for listening to the Debt to Riches podcast. If you found this episode valuable, it would mean the world to me if you could, one, subscribe, two, leave a five-star review on iTunes, and three, take seven seconds to share this episode out to someone who needs to hear it. Thank you so much, and have a fucking awesome day.